views, views. We back at it like a crack at it. You know what I'm saying? Out here doing what we do. Um, how y'all doing, man? Hope y'all, hope y'all been been well, been well. We gotta, we gotta. I got lots to talk about today. I got a lot to talk about today. Um, I'm just gonna get right off with it, man. The thing that doesn't sit right with me this week. Um, everything happens for a reason. No, the fuck it doesn't. Okay, first of all, like, I hate when people say that. I hate when people say that because, like, sometimes bad shit happens and there's no good reason for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course, it doesn't mean you don't come through or come out of the other side stronger, but it doesn't mean that there was a reason for it. You know what I'm saying? And you're trying to rationalize that the reason being it made you stronger. Not necessarily. Like, that's not, that's not a good reason. That's not a good reason at all. You know? Um, like for, for example, right? And this is going to take a real dark turn. The youngest ever reported rape case, right? Was a six-month-old. That didn't... There was no reason for that. There, there, there wasn't. There, there's not a reason for that. Um... But, I mean, yes, bad things happen, but sometimes there's this senseless violence. And that stuff, that's the, that kind of senseless violence happens all the time. And, like, you can't make sense of the senseless. So, no, everything doesn't happen for a reason. People need to stop doing stupid shit. And people need to be held responsible for their stupid-ass actions. <sighs> so, I, I, don't, I don't like when people say that. Because it takes accountability away from it. It takes accountability away from people's actions, I feel. But, um... Yeah, so... That, that was a real dark way to start, but... That's just where I'm at. Everything doesn't happen for a reason. Like that, that, that's stupid. Um, I hate... I, I don't like hearing it. Um, especially hate... I would... It would probably piss me off if someone told me that... Like, well, I'm going through some shit, because... Obviously, it's not something that I believe in. Or something that I like to hear, so it wouldn't be comforting if someone said that shit to me, you know? But, like, if someone has to, like, if someone has to cope with something that they're going through in that way, then, you know, you do what you gotta do to get through it, you know? But, like, how everything happens for a reason, shit, it doesn't. It doesn't. And that's just where I stand on it. But, um,. Moving on, moving on. Uh, fuck it, let's keep it dark, I guess. Um, Derek Chauvin was um, sentenced for 22 and a half years. It's good to... It's good that he got sentenced, you know, and that... That he was actually held accountable, you know, that... um. He was actually prosecuted and shit, you know what I'm saying? Well, for what it feels like the first time ever, you know, police has been held accountable for the killing of of unarmed black people, you know? Something that just doesn't normally happen. <sighs> Excuse me, in the world we live in, but um, my big thing is, like, I'm not satisfied with that, like, because that's, that's only the beginning, you know? Even after the whole George Floyd thing happened, we still had plenty of cops get off for some stupid shit that they've done, you know what I'm saying? Like, with the Breonna Taylor case, none of those cops face charges, you know, like, that was some bullshit. 
um, the other guy, Blake, um, forget his last name or his first name, um, uh, the one happened in Wisconsin, Shinosa, Wisconsin, you know, and dude was shot in the back while he was getting into his car, like, he didn't face any charges, so, it's only it's only a start, you know, and like I'm not gonna be happy, satisfied, or even like pacified, or I'm not gonna have any type of belief until I start seeing some consistency, you know, which um, I doubt we're gonna get. So I don't know. I hate to be a pessimist about it, but that's just where I'm at. So it's good to see him go to jail for that time. Um, and they say he'll be dead within six years. So, <laughs> that's what they say. Um, they say you can't keep them isolated forever, and uh, the motherfuckers gonna come at them. But, what do I know? I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's, that's what they say. That's what I've heard. Um, on to my next topic. I guess I'm kind of breathing through this a little low key. This might, <laughs> might not be a long episode at all might be kind of short the way I'm going through it um something that just kind of annoys me a little bit because I feel like all right so some of you may follow sports and some of you probably don't but it's cool um I got you uh Mavs coach for a long time Ray Carlisle got fired and um his replacement is going to be Jason Kidd which personally I think is a good hire like I'm not mad at it right <sighs> My goodness, excuse me, my, my lord. But, um, and then, uh, the Trailblazers also hired Chauncey Billups to be their coach, both former players, both black. Um, and you know, you love to see that because there needs to be more, more black coaches in the NBA, right? Like, if the majority of your players are black, it doesn't make sense that the majority of your coaches wouldn't be black, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way to make that logical there's no way to make that make sense without like there's no way to like explain that away like that shit's racism whether it's institutional whether it's uh implicit whether it's subconscious it's it, it, it is you know like that's that, that, that that's unfair you know white white folks white men have an unfair hiring advantage you know and then and then what we kind of, what we tend to see is like they get these positions right, Chauncey Billups um, and Jason Kidd for whatever reason. A huge topic of them getting this position are their or thing not not the good things they've done in their past, but like the few bad things that they've done in their past, right? Like with Chauncey Billups, they're bringing up. Um, a rape allegation, which I think is obviously something that should be taken very seriously, from 1997. Something from 1997 that was settled. Um, I don't, and the problem with that is like, if it was just another white coach, it wouldn't have been brought up. They wouldn't have said nothing about it. Everybody would have went on their way, congratulated them. And you know, of course, there would have been a few people saying, why can't we, why can't the black guy get a job? As they should. People should be saying things like that, but like it wouldn't have been brought up, you know. And even with Jason Kidd, um, Chelsea Bills was the first time head coach, you know. 
And so this is the first time he's gotten a job and the first time that they've had the chance to bring it up. But like even with Jason Kidd, right? Like he's been a head coach for two different teams before. Um the Bucks and the Nets. And I don't remember it being brought up then. So like why is it being brought up now? I don't understand. I don't understand why it's being brought up now at all. You know, Jason Kidd was, um, he pled guilty to spousal abuse in 2001, and then he had a DWI in 2012, right? But for whatever reason, no one seems like, no one gave a damn until he started trying to become like a head coach of like a high profile player, you know? And like I don't understand why this was stopping J- Jason Kidd from getting a job. Cause like it was it was a topic of conversation even before he came to the Mavericks. You know, <coughs> I thought that was weird because like he had already been a head coach twice before. It's like why is this coming up now? Like it doesn't make any sense to me. You know, and like this happens over and over again with black members of society. They bring up old shit that like. I'm not going to say, like, it doesn't matter, but, like, it's irrelevant to what's happening now. Like, it's things that we already know, and it's behind them. And they're bringing it up again for no reason. Like, for no reason. You saw the same thing happen when Kobe Bryant passed away. And there was no reason to bring that stuff up. And then you saw the same thing happen when Kevin Hart was hosting the what was it, the Grammys or whatever he was hosting. They brought up some um, tweets that he made, like, before 2010. It's like, why is that being brought up now? Like, and it's just, there's a pattern in this shit, and it's, it's aggravating, you know? Because white people don't have to jump through these same hoops, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's twice as hard for us to get half as much, you know? And it's, it's frustrating, it's aggravating, it's exhausting. And somebody needs to be talking about it. It don't make no goddamn sense to me. Because, like, for for example, right, for example, um, and, like, I, one of the reasons that, that, um, I like the Steelers, because on one hand, they do got a black coach, you know, Mike Tomlin. And, like, they, you know, it's, it is what it is. Like, I don't think much about the Steelers, right? But I do like their head coach, you know, because he's black. But their quarterback, and the quarterback for a while, Ben Roethlisberger, he was accused twice of rape, of sexual assault, of two young women, two separate young women on two separate occasions. Um, 2008, 2009, I believe, and then like one of them was like settled in 2012. Um, and I won't say it was like 2011, 2012, when they went to um, the Super Bowl. And I think it's crazy how no one was talking about him. And no sexual allegation. Like, no one says anything about it. Like, Michael Vick was kicked out of the league for his cousin's dog fighting at his house. Right. But Ben Roethlisberger, the sexual assault to women. And no one gives a damn about it. Like, and then, like, my, my crazy, like, my tripping? Or, like, do y'all not see the double standard? Um, 2008, 2009, it was settled in 2012. Also the same, I want to say that's about the same time that the Ray Rice shit happened. Right? And it, 
and all the attention that that got. Not saying that it shouldn't have gotten that attention, but like, real crazy that the black guy stood out and was exiled from the league for however many years while Ben Roethlisberger was doing whatever the fuck he wanted, getting paid over $30 million a year. Over $25 million a year, probably, at that point. But like, crazy how nobody brings that shit up. And if Ben Roethlisberger wanted to be a coach and he got a coaching position, they still wouldn't bring it up. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just paying too much attention. Maybe I'm just paying too much attention. I don't, I don't, I don't lighter news. Um, probably getting to the lighter half of the episode now, I guess. Got all that stuff out the way. Um, my artist of the week, T-Pain, okay? Uh, for whatever reason, like, people are just going hard on T-Pain for no reason, bro. Like, T-Pain doesn't deserve this hate. Um, you know, they recently came out to, like, Nicki Minaj with, like, in 2008, like, she's like, so I guess they, like, agreed to, like, do a song together, and he was, like, hitting her up about it, and she was like, um, you know what, I have my own career that I'm worried about, like, leave me the fuck alone. Some shit like that, and they're just like, oh, all right. Like, damn, what the fuck did T Pain do to deserve this type of mistreatment? And then Usher told T Pain that he um ruined music for people who can sing, like ruined good music or some shit like that for people who can sing. And I was like, damn. And then like that, like sent him like he T Pain considered Usher to be a friend. So like that just sent him to like a depression, you know, like that was like the jumping off point for it, I guess. And he was in, like, I like, went through like a four year depression after that shit. It's like, damn, bro, like, what did T Pain do to deserve that? Like, all T Pain did was give us some bobs. Okay, yeah, he used auto tune. Are you mad? Like, why are you mad, bro? Like, damn, let him in. Let that man have his own lane to success. You know what I'm saying? Like, for whatever reason, Auto-Tune became a big deal, but, like, no one else really succeeded on Auto-Tune. So, I don't understand why people were so mad at T-Pain. Like, he made it work, but, but, like, it didn't open up. It didn't ruin music, bro. Like, shit didn't change. If you could fucking sing, you could fucking sing. And if you could songwrite, then you could songwrite. That's what it was really about. Like, T-Pain was giving us a bops, regardless of if he was using Auto-Tune or not. You know what I'm saying? When he said, I'm in love with a stripper, niggas felt that shit. And that's why that, that shit popped off. Like, when he said, no, wait, was that T-Pain? <laughs> Never mind. But like, when, like, bro, come on, bro. Like, stop showing T-Pain all this hate, man. Show T-Pain some love, bro. Like, show T-Pain some love, man. I remember, in like, middle school, I think. And, like, I just stumbled upon this YouTube video. It was a T-Pain song. It was take, it's called Take Your Shirt Off. And I don't know why, but that shit was my fucking jam. For no fucking reason. It's like the most randomest, most irrelevant T-Pain song ever, but I fucked with it. Um, the energy was there. It was it was the vibe, okay? So, um, fuck all you people talking down on T-Pain. He's a goat. He is a goat. Um, he changed the game. He didn't change the game, actually. He didn't really change the game, but, like, he made his imprint, you know what I'm saying? He made himself felt, you know? When he came in, y'all niggas got scared. That's what it was really about. Y'all was scared of T-Pain. <laughs> nah, but like, that's crazy. Like, like Usher was scared of, of like, T-Pain. It makes no sense. 
Fuck Usher. That's why you ain't had a good song since 2012. Um, and that's just where I stand on it. <laughs> but um, anyway, moving on, moving on. Um, my one good thing this week, The Shy, man. The Shy. So I was watching The Shy this weekend. I'm not gonna lie. A little bit, you know. I ain't go too into too much into what happened. I don't know if y'all watch it. Maybe I want to watch the show. You know, maybe I make y'all want to pick up the show and start watching it. But um, it's my shit. It's my shit. I fucks with it. Um, so basically, my homeboy, not my homeboy, my boy Emmett, right? And I, he's just going through a lot, man. And for whatever reason, like the scenes with like him and like. The shit that he be going through, like that shit, that shit gets to me for whatever reason, man. Cause like I did, I cried a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I shed a few tears. I ain't gonna lie, if I was watching it by myself, I might have just like bawled. Like I'm, I might, I might have just let it all out, you know. But I think, I think it really like hits home for me. Cause like it's just like, man, I feel like I, don't know, I see myself in it in a way, right? Cause like he's a he's a cheater who's trying to turn over a new leaf, right? I'm trying to do better, you know. Like, while I've never cheated, you know, I do feel like I just relate to him in the sense that, like, you're trying to get everything together, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to do everything right. But then, like, and, and it just never works out, you know? Like, shit just comes crashing down. And. Like, every time you try to do something right, shit just comes crashing down. Nothing works out anyway, you know? And then when you do make a selfish decision or you do do something for you, and then it's this whole big deal. And when it really shouldn't even concern no fucking body, right? Like, like trying to make... And I'm not even talking about him. I'm talking about just me at this point. I'm just been, like, make, making decisions for myself that shouldn't affect anyone else. But for whatever reason, it does. And I digress, man. The Shy is a great show. Y'all should watch it. Um, I was walking. I was watching this. Um, it was on Snapchat. It was like they had these like the like the little things that be popping up, like watch this or whatever, you know, like the little like shows or like weekly drops or whatever. But it was like one like middle ground. Like I've seen them before, like the middle ground thing. So they get like two groups of people, you know. Or not too goosey, but they get like a group of people, like like-minded people, I guess, or supposedly like-minded people, I guess. And they have stuff like not all folks, or because it's done by Jubilee, and they have stuff like not all not all white people think the same, not all black people think the same, stuff like that. And like they ask questions, and then you know they see like where they stand on, it and they have a conversation about it. Um, but like the way they did this one was like they brought, had two groups of people and they had virgins and they had non-virgins, you know. You know, asking them questions about virginity. One of the questions that stood out to me was um they asked like do we put do we like as a society I guess put too much importance on virginity, you know? And like initially, I was like hell yeah we do, you know. And I thought about it. I thought about it for a little bit, and I was like, actually, we don't. We don't at all. Um, we put too much importance on losing our virginity, but not the actual virginity itself, you know? And I don't know, man. It's just... 
don't know. It just kind of like stood out to me for a little bit. It stood out to me a little bit. And so, just thought I'd mention it here. Now, I'd love to hear y'all's opinions on it. If y'all got some, you know, hit me up, DM me, snap me, uh, text me if you got my number. Do whatever, you know. Because it was, it was, a, it was, I feel like I haven't seen anything like that, you know, since I was in school and like having to do like research and stuff. So it was good to see it. Um, and I'm trying to remember what like, some of the people said, but I forgot. But, um, but yeah, man, I think that, like, as a society, we don't give a damn if you're a word. Like, we do kind of care, but, like, we just, like, we care in a way that we don't care, if that makes sense. We care to not care if you're a virgin, you know? But, because, like, if you're a virgin, there's this pressure on you to either lose it or not lose it. I don't know. Maybe there is too much importance put on it, just societal-wise. I don't know. I feel like when I was in high school, nobody ever really gave it down. You know, nobody really talked about it that much. But that's just me. Um, so I feel like we all got that family member, right? Like, definitely, like, black families. Like, you have that family member. Like, for us, it, it's, it's it's my Uncle Joe, right? Um, Honestly, like, I really would say that he's probably the most hilarious person that I know. Right, like he's he's the one. Like at the cookout, he is talking, going on and on about something, and people are gathered around, laughing, shaking their heads, and 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 like some of them are like you know you're laughing, but you're also ashamed at the same time. <laughs> like he's that uncle, like no political correctness at all, right? And he's just talking shit, bro. Like he's just talking his shit. You know what I'm saying? Saying whatever the fuck he feels like saying, and that's why we love my uncle Joe, man. Um, like, like, I call him my uncle, right? He's my dad's best friend. They've been best friends since they were kids. And, like, that's why he's <clears throat> is my uncle, you know? Like, my brother's name is Joseph after my Uncle Joe. And, um, this, okay, so we were at my dad's for my grandmother's birthday this past weekend. And... I don't know how we got on this. Con- I don't know how we got on any of the conversations that he be talking about, man. But um, he 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 looks at me. He says he looks at me. He tells me, "Look at me, right? I got something to tell you." <laughs> he said, "Write it down. Put it in your phone. Do something." Okay. I was like, "All right." So of course, I put it in my phone. I ain't gonna lie. I did right afterwards. Um, he said, "They're gonna tell you childbirth is a beautiful thing." They lied. That shit will fuck you up. And I was like, uh, all right. Okay, you know what? I appreciate the honesty. Because honestly, I feel like he's probably right. I don't feel like it's that beautiful. I've seen the miracle of life. Um, For whatever reason, my teacher, she liked our class. And she decides that whatever class is her favorite that year. Right when the, you know, the baby pops the fuck out. She rewinds it real quick and makes you watch it again. So, um... Yeah, that nigga's probably right. And, and, you know, no, to continue, he was like, it might be the, you know, it will probably be the best day of your life, you know? And, like, the most amazing experience to have your kid in that world now. But nothing about that shit is beautiful, you know? Nothing about it is attractive. <laughs> you know? It ain't, mm-mm. 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 
basically that's what he was saying. And I, I you know, I appreciate the honesty and I, I feel like I probably agree with him. You know, I haven't seen, you know, like a childbirth live and in person. I don't think I want to. You know, I don't want to be a part of that. I would like I would like to not be fucked up for life, you know? Um, but like it's shit like that that my Uncle Joe says all the time. Like he's the one that has to be reminded that there are kids around because he'll get that out of pocket, right? Like my Uncle Joe is the type of dude who like when I was a kid, like they just be talking, having conversations and shit, and like I'd have to try not to laugh, right? Because if I laughed and then I knew what the fuck they was talking about and I wasn't supposed to at that age, you know? Like that's that's my uncle Joe. So like shout out to all the Uncle Joes out there, man. Cause you know they are they are um very resp- they have a very important role in the family unit, you know. That's for sure. And um I feel like my brother, my brother uh, um ironically, whose name is Joe, Joseph, um, he probably he probably gonna get there, you know. He's gonna be the next one. You know, my kids they gonna have an Uncle Joe and uh they nigga gonna be talking straight cash money, you know, and then he don't, he don't be out of pocket quite a bit, you know, but it's okay, because it's hilarious, you know, we love him for it, you know, we love him for it, like, your Uncle Joe is the type of person, like, when he starts talking, it's just, it's hilarious, and you love it, but also, don't put this man in front of a crowd, <laughs> he's gonna upset so many people, you know, and, like, he is not for the sensitive, that's for sure, that's for sure. Uh, let's see what else we got, man. Oh, you know what? Something else, man. I had a friend, I had lunch, had dinner with a friend also this weekend, that same day actually. And she asked me to look at her pictures on Instagram. And she asked me if her pictures look like her, right? And I was like, I mean, like it like yeah, like it looks like you, you know, which is, which, you know, is a good enough job in itself. Let me tell you, like, I'll be on, like, like I'll see some pictures of some chicks or some girls uh, that some girls post. And I'm like, they don't even look like you. Ooh, one of my favorite things, bro. That, um, I work, a bit, I work at a lingerie store, you know, we've been through this before. I don't like to say the name. I'll give them that clout. They don't deserve it. Um, and they ask people to, they ask the employees the managers that's the employees to send in pictures, you know, and they print them out. And, you know, like, they hang them up or they like, do whatever they do with them. And some of the some of the curls, like, their pictures are unrecognizable. There are some people, like, most of them, I know who it is. But there are, there's a few, I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is, bro. I've known this girl for three years. She ain't never looked like that. But, um, anyway. And I think it's hilarious. It's just so funny to me. So, so you know, so 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 it was a it was a real question, you know. It's a genuine thing, you know. That shit happens. Like there were some girls who on prom night I didn't recognize them. Like, girl, you two shades lighter right now. What's going on? We ain't gonna say no names. Cause I could name drop if I wanted to, but I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. I want to do it, but I'm not gonna do it. And it's just just hilarious, man. It's hilarious to me. And I was going through right, and I was like, yeah, these these look like you. You know, they do. They do. But, um, what the fuck are these poses that you're doing? He's like, you would never make this face. Like, what is, what are these looks? Like, what are you doing with your face, with your eyes, with whatever? Like, I don't, that, that, that was the part that was throwing me off a little bit. And she was like, just like so taken back at it. 
And I think it's funny. I put it, like, I write, when I write it in my notes of things to talk about, I put these goofy-ass poses y'all be doing on Instagram. Because, like, and really, I'm speaking to mostly women, right? Because y'all be, y'all be doing too much. Like, straight up, y'all be doing too much. Like, when girls try to look sexy or... I don't even think that's what she was doing, right? This is completely different, to be honest. But when girls try to look sexy, it looks so stupid. Like, you just look goofy. <laughs> And, like, all these poses and stuff y'all be doing on Instagram is so unauthentic to me, you know? But, like, you over here trying to look like a Budweiser commercial or something? And, I don't know, man. I I just, I don't know, it's a little off-putting for me, personally. But, I don't know. Y'all are funny with me when it comes to, like, the social and shit. Um, last but not least, I guess uh, I get this question on life, whatever reason. People are asking, like, what's my type? Like, like, speaking of, like, what type of girl do I like? I guess, and like, I don't have one. Stop asking. I don't like the whole even idea of it. So, I don't know, man. But I feel like I get asked that question way too often, and it's annoying. Like, <laughs> bro, like, one of my coworkers, she asked me this question like every other month. And I never give her an answer. But, like, you know, shout out to her. She's persistent on it, you know? She keeps coming with it. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not about to, like, close off myself to, like, the potential, potentially meet the love of my life, maybe, because she wasn't my type or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't have a type. Like, I just, I just, I love all women, you know? Uh, all sizes, shapes, colors. You know what I'm saying? I just, that's, that's the kind of guy I am, you know? Fuck that shit. I like women that like me back. Um, Y'all tell somebody you love them. Y'all have a wonderful day.